0: Dr. Mark Malone from Advanced Pain Care on how the spinal cord stimulator blocks
1: pain signals, bringing patients
0: relief at last.
1: And we're able to tune this device to mimic that frequency and essentially block it. I've seen people shed tears of joy in the recovery room. When they wake up from their light anesthesia and we turn this device on and they realize their back pain is gone, they cry for joy.
0: Advanced Pain Care at 512-244-4272 or austinpayingdoctor.com.
2: The Todd and Oz Show is live. Get in on the conversation at 512-836-0590. Now, here are Todd and
0: Oz. That's right. It is 532 here on the Tuesday edition of the Todd and Oz Show. We're here till 10, and you can join us, you can text us, you can call us at 512-836-0590. We begin with the big stories. The primary polls open this morning for Michigan's state-run presidential primary.
3: Voters in Michigan who haven't voted early or haven't cast a ballot by mail are headed to the polls today to vote in the presidential primary.
0: We need you to get out and vote to set the stage for November. Go vote
3: former President Donald Trump, the Republican frontrunner, and coming off a big victory over candidate Nikki Haley over the weekend in South Carolina.
0: We're going to win a monumental victory in the Michigan Republican
3: primary. Haley's been campaigning in Michigan ahead of the primary and seemingly hasn't slowed down since the loss in her home state.
4: We'll keep fighting for America and we won't rest. Until America wins.
3: She's ramping up the rhetoric surrounding her opponents' ages, Biden over 80 years old, and Trump close to it. Don't you think
4: it's finally
5: time we had term limits in Washington, (laughs) D.C.? Don't you think we need
6: to have mental
0: competency tests for anyone over the age of 75? For Republicans
3: in Michigan, the primary results will determine 16 of the state's 55 RNC delegates. The other 39 will be delegated at a state party convention on Saturday. For Democrats, it's pretty straightforward. 117 delegates up for grabs. It's a state Biden won in 2020, with the president getting pushback from residents who voted for him then, at least some of them. The group listened to Michigan ramping up the pressure, calling for an end to America's support for Israel. It's also demanding a ceasefire in Gaza and threatening its support for the president this election year. I'm Clayton Neville. It
0: is 534. The border crisis front and center again after an illegal alien is accused of murdering a nursing student while jogging near her college campus in Georgia.
5: Fox News can now confirm that that migrant who is now accused of murder actually crossed in illegally through Texas here and was not arrested just once, but twice. That arrest coming when he was busted on child endangerment charges in New York just several months ago. And listen to this. It's not just that he was released, but that they said he was gone before I could even get the retainer on him so sources telling us jose antonio ibarra crossed right into texas illegally back in september of 2022 coming in through el paso the 26 year old was released into the united states on parole that migrant now facing murder charges accused of killing 22 year old lake and riley
0: Now, uh, Georgia's Governor Brian Kempis is is calling on the Biden administration to begin informing the public about who was in the country illegally. Meanwhile, Joe Biden is planning a trip to the border today to meet with officials as the former president, Donald Trump, will also be visiting the border. We
4: have said over and over again, this is a system that has been broken for decades under the last administration, as you know, which is a Republican administration and other administrations before that.
2: The southern border will get dueling visits from President Biden. Biden and Donald Trump this week. The White House says the president will visit Brownsville, Texas, Thursday, while sources tell the AP Trump will be about 325 miles away in Eagle Pass. The trips underscore immigration's key role in the upcoming election. Both the president and his predecessor are trying to use the broken immigration system to their advantage. We worked with Republican senators and also Democrats in the Senate to try to come up with a fair-
4: and tough uh, piece of legislation that would deal with border security, that was, let's not forget, endorsed by the Border Union Patrol. And that's how seriously the president has taken it. We've done this for months, and House Republicans have gotten in the way the speaker has gotten in the way.
2: Biden spokeswoman Corrine Jean-Pierre says the president will meet with border patrol agents and make the case again for a bipartisan bill to address illegal immigration, weeks after Trump's opposition to a Senate proposal led to its collapse.
4: He's going to hear directly from the border patrol agents. He's gonna see for himself uh, to see what they've been doing on the ground. Remember, these, these border patrol agents have been doing everything that they can uh, to secure the border to, with the resources that they have. They
0: They need more. They need more. Sagar Magani, Washington. It is 537 Senate Bill 4. It takes effect uh, in a week from today in Texas. It gives law enforcement the authority to arrest people caught in the country illegally. The City of Austin and Catholic Charities offered a Know Your Rights Information session last night at the Southeast Austin Library. Roqueiro Villabos is with the City of Austin and tells CBS Austin the session was held as the request of several people who wanted some clarity on the law.
6: We know that there are many immigrant communities, families that are located in this region and so we thought it was important for us to host an event where our immigrant communities in part are located. There's still
0: multiple lawsuits trying to stop Senate Bill 4 from going into effect next week, including one filed by the Department of Justice. Two states' and social media laws meant to protect more conservative speech went before the Supreme Court yesterday. The justices appeared torn during oral arguments
7: about whether the lawsuit brought by the two states that forbid social media companies to ban content or users from their platforms violated free speech First Amendment rights. Florida Solicitor General Henry Whittaker says his state's law simply attempts to provide a level playing field for everyone who uses social media.
1: The consistency provision, which is really the heart of our law, just says to the the platforms, apply your content moderation policies consistently. Critics
7: argue a pro-Nazi user should not be allowed access to the same platform as a regular Internet user. Chris Marchese, arguing on behalf of the tech companies, says the states are trying to stifle his clients' free speech.
1: Government cannot violate the First Amendment, and it especially cannot do so in the name of preserving free speech. That is Orwellian.
7: At issue is whether sites like Twitter, Facebook, and others should be allowed to have the same editorial freedom as newspapers with regard to content moderation, or whether they should be free and open for everyone to access, like telecommunication companies. Justices Sonia Sotomayor and Amy Coney Bryant appeared skeptical of the state suits, and wondered if there are unintended consequences to consider.
8: This is so, so broad. It's covering almost everything. We're talking about
7: the classic social media platforms, but it looks to me like it could cover Uber. It looks to me like it could cover just Google search engines, Amazon Web Service, and all of those things would look very different. Whitaker himself admitted they are in uncharted legal waters.
1: That's part of the problem in this case is that we, we, we don't have a sense of the record has not been fully developed to, to answer that question. So we're kind of litigating in the dark here.
7: Florida Governor Ron DeSantis urged the court to uphold the law and protect the free speech of all in Florida.
9: Whatever the the court decides, you know we're going to make sure that we're doing everything we can to
2: to ensure that people have a right to speak in these public forums. Uh, We want more speech, not
9: less speech.
7: The laws were enacted in the wake of Twitter banning Donald Trump while he was in office. They argue social media unfairly censors conservative viewpoints. The court is expected
0: to make a ruling in June. John Stolness, Washington. It is 5.40. The state of Texas takes action against one of the largest providers of online pornography. Texas
4: Attorney General Ken Paxton has filed a lawsuit against ILO Global Entertainment, which runs several pornography websites, Pornhub included. At issue is a Texas law that requires age verification measures to keep minors from seeing obscene materials. The suit says anyone who goes to the Pornhub website sees porn right away. Last November, Paxton won a case at the U.S. Fifth Circuit Court Court of appeals allowing texas to enforce this law companies not in compliance are subject to steep fines
0: that is barbara schwartz reporting it is five forty-one. the pentagon says they're planning to make adjustments following a report detailing the transition of power during secretary lloyd austin's unannounced hospitalization Newsman Kevin Yuretsky has the very latest in securing America. Securing America.
2: The Pentagon released an internal review Monday concerning Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin's January hospitalization when no one, not even the president, was informed of the complete situation depending on Press Secretary Major General Pat Ryder.
9: primary focus of this review was where can we improve process-wise to ensure that this kinds of thing doesn't happen again.
2: The review determined there was no ill intent to keep Austin's status secret and that his staff was hampered by issues, including medical privacy laws.
9: He also, again, did not direct anybody to keep his hospitalization secret.
2: However, the decision to transfer power to Deputy Secretary Kathleen Hicks did not take place until Austin entered the critical care unit. The review made eight recommendations to be implemented to avoid the situation from repeating. Ryder says that implementation is already taking place.
9: Recently, when the secretary went back to Walter Reed, uh, you saw those process improvements
0: playing themselves out. Kevin Uretzky,
9: Fox News. 5.49
0: 5.49 here on the Todd and Oz Show. You can join us, too, at 512-836-0590. Capital Metro will be offering free rides March the 9th to uh, mark the start of South by Southwest, as well as another Austin FC soccer match, too. On Saturday, much of the hype on the new rail station in Michaela Place saw hundreds of fans waiting for a train uh, to and from the game, and Capital Metro Executive VP Andrew Schabowski, he tells uh, View that the free rides are part of a commitment to fixing the problem uh, that led to all of the delays. Our
3: commitment moving forward is to offer free fares that Saturday because we want to try to see if we can do this again. We're going to try this again. And we're hoping everybody will come back and try us
0: again. The expectation was 2,300 riders, but Capital Metro says they had about 4,500 in total. Now, for each home game moving forward, Capital Metro says it will run trains all day instead of just uh, around game time. And depending on where you uh, work, uh, there's a good chance that artificial intelligence is analyzing your messages. Fox
6: on check. AI might be helping your employer analyze and read your messages on popular work apps. There's a growing trend of companies using tools like the AI startup Aware to monitor company communication. Aware says that 90% of their clients use their AI for e-discovery. So essentially to monitor for speech that creates legal risk. The other portion of their business can read employee sentiment in real time. Companies like Delta use the tool for both legal purposes and to assess sentiment. Some of the apps this new software might be used on include Slack, Microsoft Teams, Workplace, or Zoom. When it comes to Aware, the CEO tells Fox Business, quote, We believe that fostering a positive, safe, and legally compliant work environment is not only the right thing to do, it's also smart business, and AI helps us do it better at scale and with respect to privacy. With Fox on Tech, I'm Madison Allworth, Fox News.
0: It is 5.51, and with look at Tuesday business, here is Jessica Ettinger.
6: Wall
5: Street opens this morning after markets took a breather from all-time highs. Modest losses for the averages, but plenty of companies' shares hit record highs to start the week, including Hilton, TJ Maxx and Marshall's parent, TJX Companies, Costco, Marathon Petroleum, Berkshire Hathaway B, and Alta Beauty. But the CEO of JPMorgan Chase, Jamie Dimon, told CNBC exclusively... He's still being cautious of the markets and the economy. 70 or 80 percent chance we'll have a soft landing. I give it half that. We may very well have one, but I think there is also higher chance in the market things of rates being a little bit higher. Another thing I think it's always a mistake to do is look at just the year. All these factors we talk about, QT, fiscal spending, deficits, the geopolitics, those things may play out over multiple years. But they will play out and they will have an effect. And we just don't know what they are. So I'm just, you know, in my mind, I'm kind of, kind of cautious about everything. JP Morgan Chase CEO Jamie Dimon on CNBC. Bitcoin resumed its rally, ripping through $54,000 for the first time since December of 2021. The Federal Trade Commission sued to block Kroger from buying Albertsons, saying it means higher prices for grocery shoppers. Both are pure play supermarket chains. They're trying to compete with America's biggest grocer, which is Walmart. Meantime, JetBlue Airways and Spirit Airlines are still trying. They're urging a U.S. appeals court to overturn the ruling, blocking their merger. Travel company Expedia reportedly cutting about 1,500 jobs this year. You know, existing home prices are so high and there's so little out there that's affordable. A lot of would-be home buyers have been heading for new construction. Sales in January were up but not as much as forecast. Sales rose just over
4: 1.5% from December, but December sales were revised down significantly. These numbers are based on signed contracts. So that's folks out shopping in January when mortgage rates were in the high 6% range. They didn't move much. That's down off that recent peak of 8% in October, but still not enough to really juice sales. Builders are buying down the interest rates. The price of a newly built home in January came in at $420,700. That's down 2.6% year over year cnbc's diana olick
5: on today's watch list we get durable goods orders those are things made to last a long time like washing machines and planes and that mega millions jackpot keeps growing tonight it's well above a half billion dollars
0: about that that's jessica Edinger reporting it is 553 the former wife of george harrison and eric clapton looking to auction off letters written to her by the legendary musicians fox rocks
8: i'm michelle Polino. patty boyd who was married to both george harrison and eric clapton is set to auction off a selection of love letters written by the music superstars on Christie's online auction. Boyd is cited as the inspiration behind Harrison's something as well as Clapton's Layla by Derek and the Domino's and wonderful tonight. Boyd married Harrison in 1966 and met Clapton through Harrison. She eventually divorced George in 1977 and married Clapton. The two eventually split in the eighties. Up for auction are letters from Harrison and photos. As well as ones from Clapton, specifically calling Boyd Layla. Longtime friends, The National and The War on Drugs are teaming up for the Zen Diagram Tour, which will begin September 12th in Guilford, New Hampshire, and conclude October 10th in Mexico City. The National are touring in support of their twin 2023 albums. That's Fox Rocks on Fox News.
2: The Todd and Oz Show is live. Get in on the conversation
0: at 512-836-0590. Now, here are Todd and Oz. That's right. Todd Jeffries, Patrick Osborne, and Vandy, our producer, of course. Uh, you can jump in here on the Tuesday edition of the Todd and Oz Show at 512-836-0590. Man, we got a lot to get to this morning, don't we? Yeah. Lots going on for, for sure. sure. Uh, Joe Biden's going to be on the border. Donald Trump, they're going to be on the border today. Different locations, uh, but they're going to be on the border. Uh, They're going to say very different things about the very same problem, but uh, they'll have a very different message, I'm sure. Uh, Join us at 512-836-0590. Senate Bill 4 uh, takes effect uh, next week here in Texas. It gives law enforcement the authority to arrest people caught in this country illegally. So the city of Austin and the group Catholic Charities, they offered a... Know Your Rights information session last night at the Southeast Library.
6: I think there was a lot of uncertainty about the implications of SB4.
0: Now, uh, that's uh, that's Rocio uh, Villalobos with the city. And tell CBS Austin the session was held at the request of several people who wanted some, some clarity on the new law.
6: We know that there are many immigrant communities, families that are located in this region, and so we thought it was important for us to host an event where our immigrant communities, in part, are yeah, the, located.
0: There's still multiple. Multiple lawsuits trying to stop Senate Bill four from actually going into effect next week. It looks like it's going to. Uh, there's also one that's been filed by the Department of Justice. Yeah. There, there could be some sort of injunction later this week to put it on hold, uh, pending the outcome of these cases. I'm expecting that really. Yeah.
9: You know, I, I, I. It's a week from today, right? So probably within you know twenty four forty eight hours before it's set to go into effect. We'll find some way to temporarily put this on hold until we can get a higher court to take a a closer look at it.
0: So did they clarify it last night for those folks? Uh, You know, any confusion at all? I mean, what was the message last night? Uh, Jump in here at 512-836-0590. I know one of the messages. There was
9: a... uh uh, a, a gal, she was a representative from the DOJ there last night, actually, and mm. uh, some of her recommendations were, you know, make sure that you you're, you're carrying documentation, ID, something that can prove you're legally here in the United States. Um, which, you know, at, at first glance might sound like, you know, oh well, there they go, they show me your papers. But uh, I have to carry around driver's license. i do all drive right. People are gonna ask me for my ID pretty much anywhere I go for any reason. Yeah. What's the difference, mm-hmm. right? So, uh, but but I think there is still. I would doubt this session actually quelled all the fears because there's so much rhetoric about it. It's like, oh well, they're just going to come out, and even if you look Hispanic, they're going to try to arrest you, and that's that's really not the way this is going to work. Plus, I, I don't think that people are just going to want to actively go out there and try to just fill up the jails even more.
0: Well, according to the story, uh, this is uh, well an attempt to deter people from crossing into the United States illegally, and I'm just curious: is Senate Bill Four going to prevent people from? crossing into the united states illegally the threat of deportation highly doubted. And, and and you could go to jail for this right yeah
9: i believe it's a class b class a class b misdemeanor the first offense and then you could actually get uh a, a felony charge for subsequent offenses after that and get know. six months in jail uh th- and then what well the felony charge i believe could carry more could carry more than that six would be months. multiple offenses right. right
0: multiple times you've been arrested you know you're not supposed to be here but it you could be incarcerated for six months right mm-hmm. and then what and then they i i guess let you, let you go you would be deported back to your your country of origin only, why not just only depo- for you to find your way to come back again why not just depo- why are we holding them for six months and then deporting them i that, don't know that makes no sense it sounds like a waste of money and resources i would agree but it also i i'm I, i'm thinking maybe they're
9: looking at it from the perspective of uh even if you're here illegally without you know many of the comforts that legal citizens have, you're still able to breathe the air and look at the sky. But uh, if we catch you
0: here illegally, we'll make sure you can't do that for at least six months. You're going to yeah. look at a gray prison cell. Do you think this story out of Georgia involving the 22-year-old nursing student that we lost at the hands of an illegal alien from Venezuela, do you think that that is a turning point in this conversation when it comes to uh, this crisis? Unfortunately not. Well, that Venezuelan national's charge in the death of the Georgia nursing student, Lakin Riley, twice slipped through the hands of law enforcement last year, and uh, it could have uh, could have been deported, uh, you know, uh, you know, after a bust in the Big Apple. Jose Antonio Ibera, he's 26, he's facing murder charges in the death of 22-year-old co-ed. This happened last Thursday. He was arrested in Queens on a charge of endangering a child back in August the 31st, but was uh, cut loose before immigration officials could, uh, you know, file the request to ask local cops to hold him in custody. Uh, That according to the investigation. Now, the nursing students, they gathered last night in Georgia for a, a candlelight vigil. An
3: emotional vigil at the University of Georgia brought confusion and heartbreak to Lake and Riley's sorority sisters, who remembered Lake life.
6: As a sister shared that she had more drive than anyone that they knew, she was devoted to making this world a better place. And we have no doubt that she would have been an incredible nurse. It is absolutely earth-shattering to think that the world will never have that opportunity, but the impact that she made within her 22 years was enough to let so and beyond.
3: Investigators say Riley went out for an early morning jog, and when she didn't return home, her roommate called police. The 22-year-old's body was eventually found, and 26-year-old Jose Ibarra was arrested last week and charged with malice murder, felony murder, false imprisonment, and other charges. He's not a U.S. citizen, and immigration officials say they now have a detainer on
0: him. This president and this, you know, so-called czar of the border, vice president. Uh, did not do that, and they were hoping the American people we're gonna ignore this issue, and now we have a dead
3: young woman because of it. Georgia Governor Brian Kemp spoke with Fox News and said that Riley's murder was preventable. He blamed the Biden administration for not securing the southern border. This is President Biden prepares to visit the border on Thursday, Press Secretary Karine Jean-Pierre.
4: Obviously, he's gonna meet with frontline folks who, who work on the ground, including Border Patrol uh, agents, hear directly from them.
3: Biden's calling for accountability in the Georgia college student's death. Police referring to the killing as a crime of opportunity, where they say the suspect saw Riley and bad things happened. I'm Clayton Neville.
0: All right, there you go. What a sh- what a sad story out of Georgia. Absolutely, 22 years young and just 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 taken from us. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, some of the, uh, in fact, I saw a version of this story on CNN and the Associated Press. Uh, they were they were more concerned about this being uh, a a woman jogging alone kind of story. That's right. Yeah, the dangers of jogging alone as a woman. And the White
9: House gave some very vague, generic statement of, "Oh, uh, you know, our, our our thoughts go out to the the family, and uh, people need to held, be held accountable when they commit crimes, and for anything else, we refer you to ICE."
0: You know, that's about it. That's it, huh? Yeah. Well, there much. Much. how about that? Six seventeen here on the Todd and I show. You could join us too at five one two eight three six zero five ninety telling folks in the hill country to hunker down for that apocalypse be a lot of people <sighs> a lot of people is this overhype or is this real concern i'm just trying to figure this out i think maybe it, it is a little overhype okay I mean, all right we, absolutely
9: the roads will be packed and the, and the hotels will be booked and there will be people everywhere
0: all right so this is a case of it's better to hype this up than underplay it well you know i mean we're talking about it right so well, I- april 8th this eclipse is a little more than a month away but hill country leaders they want residents to get ready now yeah, a Facebook post from uh, the city of Lano, published February the 26th is asking residents to stock up ahead of the eclipse. Here's what, uh, here's what uh, I guess this is a post from the mayor. It says, in a nutshell, we have two weeks worth of groceries purchased in advance of April the 1st. <laughs> the same thing is true for vehicle fuel, prescriptions, refilled, errands, run, and other uh, supplies you may need to purchase a week before the coming eclipse. Yeah, the Post followed the recent town meeting for months, and eclipse experts have adv- have advised small Texas towns located in the eclipse past, path that they, they may expect thousands of visitors uh, during this once-in-a-lifetime event. All due respect to the fine mayor of Lano, I think that is a little excessive to
9: say, because we have an eclipse, we need you to stock up on two weeks' worth of fuel and food. And medicine. And medicine. It, it, it's not The Walking Dead. It's an eclipse. I mean, you know,
0: there will be a lot of people. Yes. Well, there'll be a lot of people. To me personally, it it sounds like it's going to be a busy Fourth of July weekend around the lakes. Probably something, something like that, that, right? There's a couple of concerts and festivals. The Big Chief, uh, you know, RV park out there. They got a they got a big event planned with thousands of people. Just they got some kind of music festival happening at the time of the eclipse. I don't know. I mean, I guess it's possible in Lano, Texas, the gas stations may run out of fuel. That's possible, right? Sure. I mean, it's a small town. The local convenience store may run out of bread and milk, you know, Mm -hmm. uh, as so many people come that one day. But it's a very short event. I wouldn't say that they would be out and in trouble for two weeks. I would think that most people driving out to the Hill Country to see the eclipse are going to turn around and go back home about an hour later once the eclipse is over, right? There's probably going to be a lot of traffic on 29 headed out to the Hill Country in 1431 in various areas, but... Most of the folks are going to be leaving afterwards, I would think. Right? Yeah,
9: afterwards, if not if not the day after. You know, you probably have a lot of people maybe sticking around in, in hotels and RV parks and stuff like that. But yeah, I, I'd say within 48 hours after the, the eclipse is long gone... Uh, our, our grocery stores are still going to be... We'll still have fuel, I think. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's uh, it, it,
0: it may be a little delay getting it stocked up, but, you know... Yeah, absolutely. You yeah. Know, a couple days, maybe. Maybe not even that. Two weeks. I don't know, but... It's a little excessive. Anyway, uh, jump in here. 512 This thing only lasts, what, three or four minutes? Yeah, you know, I mean, there's that... Like we had that late last year where we had the partial eclipse.
9: You know, that big, long build-up to it and the shadows start doing that cool little half-eclipse thing yep. you know uh but uh I, I i don't i don't know yeah i mean it's only a few minutes of like you get the full thing and then that's it mm-hmm. but i'm really looking forward to it i, I do i do think
0: traffic's going to be a nightmare but it's going to be a lot of fun well i think there's there's going to be a lot of traffic there's no doubt about that uh-huh. i mean uh there's going to be a lot of people parked along highway 29 and well it kind of goes in this this arc that goes from well from uh, eagle pass up to new york mm-hmm. it's kind of a kind of that swooping arch across uh, you know across the country And, uh, yeah, jump in here, 512-836-0590. I don't know. I kind of feel like you should do what the uh, the mayor's saying, right, just in case, right? Is that what the mayor wants? Well, listen, I mean, it is never bad advice to be prepared.
9: You know, because yeah. you, you you never know something could uh, could could always happen. So you know, having a couple of weeks worth of of uh, goods and, and supplies, yeah, never bad advice.
0: Uh, also, some other advice for folks that have never been out to the hill country should we should probably pass this on for you city folks. If you decide to drive out to the hill country and just park on somebody's random property, that's yeah. not safe. Yeah, yeah, that's not safe. You you might want to ask for permission first, right? Yeah, maybe that's the biggest concern for the Lano mayor, right? I, Trespassing. I, I would be. I would. That would be a concern
9: of mine. Where I'd be a, a homeowner out there, sure, because you know I, the parking will be finite, considering how many people are going to be there. Yeah.
0: All right. Jump in here. Five one two eight three six zero five ninety. Listen, there are uh, two states uh, with some social media laws meant to protect more conservative speech. And uh, they made some opening arguments yesterday before the Supreme Court, including Texas. The justices appeared torn during
7: oral arguments about whether the lawsuit brought by the two states that forbid social media companies to ban content or users from their platforms violated free speech First Amendment rights. Florida Solicitor General Henry Whitaker says his state's law simply attempts to provide a level playing field for everyone who uses social media.
1: The consistency provision, which is really the heart of our law, just says to the the platforms, apply your content moderation policies consistently. Critics
7: argue a pro-Nazi user should not be allowed access to the same platform as a regular Internet user. Chris Marchese, arguing on behalf of the tech companies, says the states are trying to stifle his clients' free
1: speech. Government cannot violate the First Amendment, and it especially cannot do so in the name of preserving free speech. That is Orwellian. At
7: issue is whether sites like Twitter, Facebook, and others should be allowed to have the same editorial freedom as newspapers with regard to content moderation, or whether they should be free and open for everyone to access, like telecommunication companies. Justices Sonia Sotomayor and Amy Coney Bryant appeared skeptical of the state suits, and wondered if there are unintended consequences to
8: consider. This is so, so broad. It's covering almost everything.
7: We're talking about the classic social media platforms, but it looks to me like it could cover Uber, it looks to me like it could cover just Google search engines, Amazon web service, and all of those things would look very different. Whitaker himself admitted they are in uncharted legal waters.
1: That's part of the problem in this case is that we, we, we don't have a sense of, the record has not been fully developed to, to answer that questions so we're kind of litigating in the dark here. Florida
7: Governor Ron DeSantis urged the court to uphold the law and protect the free speech of all in Florida.
9: Whatever the the court decides you know we're going to make sure that we're doing everything we can to to ensure that people have a right to speak in these public forums. Uh, We want more speech not less speech.
7: The laws were enacted in the wake of Twitter banning Donald Trump while he was in office. They argue social media unfairly censors conservative viewpoints. The court is expected to make a ruling in June. John Stolnes, Washington.
0: All right, there you go. Now you're up to date. Uh, jump in here at 512-836-0590 uh, here on the Todd and Ash Show. This could take a while. May have a, oh, yeah. may have a decision sometime uh, later this summer is what we're being told. Uh, I think I would be much more
9: inclined to back the tech companies on this, uh, you, you know, private company being able to do with its product as it as it sees fit, I would be far more likely to back these tech companies had they not proven year after year, time and time again, that they use their censorship uh, to sway opinions and decisions and elections and so division. Uh, so, you know, at some point you kind of have to look at it and go, well, you've, you've used it for years for really underhanded, nefarious purposes, so you, you know, when it came to big deals like elections. So, therefore... I do think that there, there, you know, needs to be something, because if that hadn't been the case, then you know, hey, it's just a bunch of private companies. If you don't like it, go to another, and you could still do that, of course, go to another social media platform.
0: Yeah, yeah. Well, you know. listen, I, I, if if Facebook wants to censor everybody, fine, go for it. Sure. I you're have the, right. I have a choice not to be there. The real problem is, is they do it at the uh, at the request of the government. That's something different. Yeah. Then you become the propaganda wing of uh, of the government, and that's bad. Sure is. That's something we Americans don't appreciate. So, yeah, they, right? I mean, they, they are highly influential. Side note for Mr. Uh, John Stolness there in his report about the Supreme Court it's Amy Coney Barrett. Correct. Not Bryant. 633 here on The Todd and Oz Show. Jump in here at 512 836 0590. Yeah, one texter talking about this uh, social media case before the nation's high courts. One texter says, if these social media giants want to be treated like publishers with the unlimited editorial control, they need to be stripped of all of their immunity and be open to uh, libel and slander. Fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. And that's that's kind of what these social media companies want. They want their cake and, and eat it too. They do. Yeah. They do. I, I mean, they do wield
9: considerable power and influence. And so, yeah, you know, I, I could understand why they don't want to be limited
0: uh, after having unfettered power for so many years, it is 6:34. Uh, uh, the book is called Blood Money, and it's written by Peter Schweitzer. and uh, And basically, it's 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 a book highlighting how China is trying to destroy America from the inside out. Uh, he he writes the communist chinese government has been flooding the united states with illicit gun parts as part of a uh, disintegration warfare strategy uh, that it employs against america aimed at tearing the country apart from the inside uh, that's what this uh, this book by uh, columnist uh, peter schweizer has to say and, uh, and and it reveals how chinese companies who are uh, heavily regulated by the chinese government are flooding the united states with Auto-sear switches. It's a small metal device, also known as a Glock switch, uh, that can convert a handgun into a machine gun. They are illegal for most gun owners in the United States, but are being shipped in boxes by the thousands from China. Mm-hmm. Now, just as the you know the fentanyl crisis continues, the Chinese government is sending auto-sear switches to sow chaos and death inside the United States as part of this disintegration warfare strategy, according to the author. And um and and he writes they focus on um, well, in the Chinese leader's words, going after the United States' soft underbelly in terms of politics, economics, and uh, and the spirit and psychology psychology of its people. Well, it's based on the ancient Chinese strategy general Sun Tzu's teachings on how to win a war without fighting in yeah, the art of war. Yes. Yeah. Well, the strategy is aimed at undermining your rival country's national will, values, and cohesion. There's no doubt we are a very divided nation, aren't we? And and, and only getting more divided. Mm-hmm. I this is not something that is so far out of the realm of
9: possibility to me, especially from from someone you know a, a nation like China. I mean, it would make sense, right? Because we you have all these you have all these these shootings. You you get a lot. Most of these shootings are are committed by well, a lot of them are committed by criminals or people with records or, or records of mental health problems. Chinese make sure they get into the right hands, and then all of a sudden we start fighting each other over which rights we should be taking away. Things like that.
0: Well, to uh, to put this book together, Blood Money, Swiser uses uh, U.S. federal law enforcement documents to reveal how China is trying to arm felons and criminal gangs across the United States with these auto sear switches you ever seen one sure yeah well the devices uh, which are about uh, well they're, they're not very big kind of the size of a of a, of a penny if you will mm-hmm. well they started arriving in the united states in large quantities back in 2018. they are illegal in the united states except for the use by uh, law enforcement personnel and, and select group of others who must obtain a federal license uh, requiring an extensive background check Thus, criminals in the United States purchase them illegally from China mm-hmm. via Chinese websites that are in English and target Americans. Uh, it's a, it's a very.
9: I mean, it seems like it could be a very effective subversive strategy. That you know, I mean, you got to, obviously you are playing the long game on something like this because you are not going to get results overnight. But if that's what's happening, it, it seems like China's had some success because well, everything's uh, uh, the violence is is increasing and and we're become we're becoming more divided. Yeah. Because
0: of it. Yeah. Uh, according to uh, the story, between 2019 and 2021, uh, there was a rise of 4,200% in incidents involving machine gun fire in 130 American cities. Although some of the illegal auto switches, uh, you know, they're made with 3D printers in the U.S., the vast majority of, uh, of the ones on the streets are from China and are much more high quality than those uh, 3D printed ones. It's what Schweitzer reveals in his book called Blood Money. Well, as law enforcement has become better at identifying these switches coming from China, Chinese producers have switched tactics and increasingly are shipping them to Mexico and then smuggling them across the border into the United States, where they eventually end up, you know, in the hands of gangs, felons, and drug dealers. Drug cartels in Mexico are also starting to manufacture these devices themselves using machine guns provided by Chinese companies.
9: Yeah. So also arming our enemies just to the south, our cartel enemies as well. The, I, I could, you know, I, I've, seen, I've seen a pistol fired with one of these before, and, and they're, they're very dangerous in that you, know, you, you depress the trigger. Uh, the, the trigger bar doesn't catch until you release the trigger, and you know, you're, it's not very accurate. So you're spraying sure. bullets. If you spray that into a crowd, you just get this
0: wall of bullets that you fired at people yeah. indiscriminately, even if you're firing at someone. This sounds like war, doesn't it? It does. It does, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. I mean, a lot of people uh, use the term invasion, you know, coming across our border. Heck, one of the invaders uh, killed one of the women and children in Georgia, that nursing students. He sure did. Yeah. He sure did. You know You know what's also amazing to me is, is and, and I know there's a lot of people listening right now that are very aware of some of this stuff that's happening. I get it. I know you're very aware. I'm right there with you. But as you go about your day to day, just think to yourself, it's your home, it's your office, or wherever you may be. There's actually people around us that are not aware of any of this. Yeah. At all. You're right. They're not aware of what happened in Georgia. They're not aware of the the flood of illegal aliens across our border. They're not aware of the fentanyl problem. They're just not aware. They're just not they're just disconnected from it all.
9: Or or maybe they're they're aware of it but they read the wrong article. So as far as they know, they read an article about the dangers of women jogging. That's true. You know, as that's opposed true. to what really happened. Yeah, that's true. I, is it is it is it too extreme for me to say that if you have if you have broken into this country illegally and you commit murder, that an appropriate response should be the death penalty. You you don't belong here. Well, and y- you've come in here, you've illegally crossed the border, and you've murdered an American citizen. It's I a, believe there should be no tolerance. It's uh, it's an appropriate
0: response to an American citizen that kills somebody. I agree. So, so I agree with you. Yeah, absolutely. Here's what Schweitzer writes in his book called Blood Money. This is a strikingly similar replay of the Chinese government strategy with fentanyl. When the U.S. authorities successfully began blocking shipments sent from China via mail and parcel, Chinese sellers switched to uh, uh, a land bridge in Mexico to continue supplying these devices to criminals in the United States. This is a delivery saturation around the United States, warned the Department of Homeland Security in an internal memo obtained by Schweitzer to write his book. Uh, with a map showing the distribution is concentrated in major cities, including Los Angeles, San Francisco, Chicago, Detroit, Miami, Washington, D.C., New York, and Philadelphia. And as I read through those list of names, all of those cities have a lot in common today, don't they? Out-of-control fentanyl, out-of-control homelessness, out-of-control crime, Mm -hmm. right, blue DAs. Right. Yeah. Almost across the board, blue elected officials. Well, not surprisingly, the number of these uh, these these Glock switches seized by law enforcement officials in investigating crimes has uh, by a startling five hundred and seventy percent during the period of twenty seventeen and twenty twenty one. Uh, compared to the previous pi- five years. This is all according to the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, and Firearms and Explosives. Mm-hmm. So this isn't just some author that just uh, pulled some numbers randomly out of someplace. He actually used real uh, government data on this, uh, arrest reports and things like that.
9: Wow. Uh, yeah, and, and his uh, his discoveries go on to find, too, uh, the, the importing of, of a lot of suppressors as well from China. Uh, winding up in the exact same hands as as these uh, Glock switches are. So this is a like I said, they're playing the long game. But I, I if that is exact if, if that's what's happening, and a lot of what we're seeing is is coming from subversive Chinese tactics designed to strike our soft underbelly. Well, it seems like it might be pretty effective.
0: It seem it may be working. 647 here on the Oz Show. Yeah, jump in here at 512-836-0590. Listen some uh some new disturbing details in the arrest documents for the uh, illegal immigrant suspected in the uh, the Georgia student's uh, murder. Yeah, this illegal alien suspected and charged in the uh, August University, Augusta University nursing student Lakin Riley's death in Athens, Georgia, is accused of disfiguring her skull, according to uh, new information. Jose Antonio Ibera is charged with felonies of malice murder. Uh, murder, kidnapping, false imprisonments, aggravated assaults, aggravated battery, and concealing the death of another, as well as the uh, the misdemeanor of physically hindering a nine one one call. This is according to uh, uh, the police reports. And according to the new information added this week, Ebrera did commit the offense of aggravated battery when he maliciously causes bodily harm to another by seriously disfiguring her body uh, or a, a member thereof disfiguring her skull basically he 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 bashed her head in he beat her to death yes yeah the, the guy I, I, why is he still breathing
9: I, I this this guy should never see the light of day again he should never see the light again it's it's over for him I, and and this is a prime example of something that we likely could have stopped if we had an administration that actually cared about border security and not just Talking points and pointing the finger at Republicans, going, we got to compromise, uh, otherwise you you're you're never we're never going to get anything done. But but you know zero dollars for the border and sixty billion dollars for Ukraine, that ain't a compromise. Mm. But uh, 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 Donald Trump came out there. He says uh, Joe Biden's border invasions, destroying the country and killing our citizens, basically blaming this whole thing directly on Biden as well. This is
0: all on him. Absolutely, one hundred percent. Uh, We get more on the story. Here's uh, here's Madison Scarpino.
6: New arrest affidavits say that the suspect used a weapon to, quote, cause bodily harm to another by seriously disfiguring her body or disfiguring her skull. These new developments come as hundreds gathered on campus yesterday for a vigil to honor Lake and Riley, as well as another student who died by suicide the night before Riley died. The suspected killer, Jose Ibarra, is in jail without bond for Riley's murder. ICE confirms Ibarra illegally entered the U.S. through El Paso in 2022.
0: Yeah, we should probably uh, check his DNA against other, uh, you know, other murders, too. Mm -hmm. You know, just in case, right? Absolutely. Right? This isn't his first attack on a young woman. I, I, I
9: feel like if you're bashing someone's skull in. You know, that's a very personal way to do it. You've probably done it before because you already have to, you know, have that heartlessness about
0: you. Listen, Joe Biden will meet with the uh, top four congressional leaders today in hopes of resuming talks for a government funding bill and potential foreign aid packages for Israel, Ukraine and Taiwan. This comes as the the president reveals more details about the possible ceasefire uh, between Israel and Hamas. The newsman Peter Ducey, checks in from the White House.
3: We should know within the next couple days, definitely within the next one week, whether or not President Biden is going to get his wish of a ceasefire in Gaza lasting at least six weeks.
8: Can you give us a sense of when you think that ceasefire will start, sir?
1: Well, I hope by the, the beginning of the weekend. I mean, the end of the weekend. At least my, my, my national security advisor tells me that we're close. We're close. It's not done yet. My hope is by next Monday we'll have a ceasefire.
3: Money for Israel is on the table today when the big four congressional leaders visit the Oval Office. So is money for Ukraine. The total package is about ninety-five billion dollars. The chat today is going to be about how urgent it is to pass this quickly.
0: Yeah, now the uh, the talks, uh, you know, come as a, a partial government shutdown is looming. Only a handful of government agencies and departments were right out of money as of Friday, and the rest of the government's funding. Uh, expiring uh, the next Friday, uh, March the 8th. So here we come again with that broken record. Let's just shut it down. Yeah. Let's just do it already. Enough kicking the can down the road. Let's see here. Is it uh, uh, Ken? Good morning on the Todd and Oz show. Ken, what's on your mind? Good morning, guys. Yes, sir. On this uh, so-called border security bill that Joe Biden keeps using to beat on the Republicans in the House head with, it had nothing to do with securing the border as they like to name these all of these bills something nifty like Homeland Security Bill or Defending America Bill. It had absolutely nothing to to do with shutting down illegal immigration at all. It had yeah. had to do with getting more money to process illegal aliens. It had more to do with allowing more illegal immigration into this country and changing the laws there's nothing wrong we have laws on the book that work it's just he will not enforce the laws that he doesn't like yeah
9: yeah well that, i mean that border bill would have codified uh illegal immigration into law basically you know, let you have uh, up to 8,500 illegal crossings in a day before anybody
0: even consider taking some kind of action john cornyn voted yes on that one he sure did uh martin in southwest austin this morning hey martin Good morning. Yes, sir. Remember
2: that guy that came down here from, like, San Antonio? He'd killed his parents, and he shot some people and killed a whole bunch of other people here in Austin. And there was that group that had uh, paid his bail or something. Mm. You remember that? Oh, yeah. The group paid his bail to get him out. Now's the time to call out that group and say, hey, you're the kind of group that would pay to get this uh, illegal immigrant murderer, you know, out on parole you're the one that would try to do that yeah so now it's time to call them out because that's the kind of group they are
0: yeah good point yeah thank you martin i appreciate that uh jump in here at 512-836-0590 uh yeah here on the todd and oz show listen uh we got a choice uh this time in travis county when it comes to uh a district attorney could be the most important, uh, you know, uh, you know, specific candidate voting race that you vote on uh, in recent history. More important than a mayor, it seems like. Well, given the damage that he has done and the public safety disaster he has created, yeah, uh, I,
9: I would say this is one of the more important local races I can remember. Daniel
0: Lubitsky. Uh, I've never met this person, uh, but he's a, a concerned Austinite, I guess. Uh, I retweeted something that he tweeted out. He, he put together some great research, some great uh, talking points when it comes to the race to be the next district attorney of uh, of Travis County. I tweeted this out. It's at the top of my feed there at Todd Jeffrey, so you could check it out yourself. And he writes the district attorney's race in Travis County, Greater Austin, is the most important in this cycle. Everyone able to vote by March the fifth. Uh, he's posted some videos that go along with it. He says he doesn't like to directly get involved in politics. He he he, he prefers to get, you know, working on some other things. And, um, you know, his, his job, basically, and his employments, and he's more concerned about that. But he says Austin is facing a rampant rise in crime. All of the data demonstrates it, and all of Jose Garza's policies point to it. Yeah yeah and he's right. He absolutely is. Now, uh, uh, well, well, I'll tell you what. We'll we'll start the hour with this. And uh, we'd love to get your thoughts. Uh, Jeremy Celestine is a, is a Democrat that's running for DA. Uh, Daniel, Betts Daniel Betts is another Democrat. I feel like Daniel Betts is more conservative. Okay. He, may, he may be independent,
9: but I don't think he's a full-on Democrat.
0: Yeah, but he's, uh, he's also uh, got his name on the list to be your district attorney. And it appears that the uh, the police union, I don't think they've officially endorsed a candidate. I know they don't like D.A. Garza. I'll just go ahead and say that. The Todd
2: and Oz Show, weekday mornings 5 to 10 on News Radio KLBJ.
0: Dr. Mark Malone from Advanced Pain Care on how the spinal cord stimulator blocks pain signals bringing patients relief
1: at last and we're able to tune this device to mimic that frequency and essentially block it i've seen people shed tears of joy in the recovery room when they wake up from their light anesthesia and we turn this device on and they realize their back pain is gone they cry for joy
0: advanced pain care at 512-244-4272 or austinpaindoctor.com